All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chef Calibers podcast, where we're shooting up ideas and cooking up thoughts. I'm here with my man Vic. Vic, what we got today? Wh- man? What to do, sir? Is Chef's Caliber? I said Chef's. You said Chef Calibers? No, I said Chef's. I mean, either way, it's still well. It's still an S at the end. At the so. end of there was an N of a C. Wait. How am I gonna call you out if I can't even get it yeah, right? Yeah, there you go, and that's that's uh that's why we're um, cooking up these thoughts here. Well, we're cooking up thoughts. How about how about <laughs> busting gun and baking buds, baby? <laughs> that just happened. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like them both. You know what we should do? We should do a straw poll and just be like, "Yo, what do you like better?" I'm afraid to know what the answer is. Yeah, they're gonna be like baked. Bust those buns. They go <laughs> bust those buns and with ideas. Uh. That's all they heard. They just heard busting buns. They was like busting buns. Yo, what's the rest of it? And what's worse is, what if they're like, yo, they both suck. Nah, I like them. Well, 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 one is gonna suck less than the other, then. <sighs> yeah, you know, this is not easy sitting here for several hours at a time just talking shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you almost just threw it out the window. Your face has changed from five minutes ago. <laughs> five <Yo>. minutes ago, <laughs> I know. It's so crazy because, like, especially in, like, a Latino household, a conversation never lasts more than eight like, hours. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's the minimum, I feel like. You got to, like, one conversation, even if that shit stops making sense. And you know, because people stop tuning in. Like, there's family who just start kind of acting like they don't hear you no more. They start cleaning. <laughs> they start cleaning. Oh, they turn off the lights. Like, yeah, you're not here anymore. It's not, like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm still talking. And they just still leave you there. Yeah, man. So there's been a lot of happenings in the last couple of weeks, man. And uh, we, we took some time in between recording, obviously, family events and uh, trying to celebrate some holidays. Being and just person. Just chilling, man. You know, for those out there who don't know, podcasting is our pastime passion, right? PP. <laughs> P- it's our PP. By PP. And. Uh, <laughs> We, <laughs> we we do this as a pastime and, and um, you know, first thing is just thank you to everybody for showing us love and, and even allowing us to have this platform because like, you know, some of the shit we dig into is is, is touchy. But I think things you gotta one, you gotta talk about things from a neutral standpoint. Yeah. And I think history is established that we don't always agree on everything, but Part of the conversation is being able to disagree. And coming from where we came from, discussion was very big. It's it's stuff you you spoke about at the table. Like you have dinner, you speak, everyone throws their opinions. If we sat at the table, yeah. Whatever, yeah. If you had the table, it was not that it was yelling at each other. Or it was you know in the living room, wherever it was, <clears throat> whether it was family and friends, everyone get together, have their arguments, disagreements, but at the end, we're still family. We, mm-hmm. Like it, it was like oh well I'm un- well we have unfollow or dislike but it now it's like oh I won't follow you <laughs> I dislike you you're out of my uh, media pool and it's like nah like you want to know something funny you say that and uh, I'm not gonna blow him up but uh, a, a person I thought <clears throat> was like I wouldn't say a friend but I would say a an extended friend or what do you call the mutual friend or business friend or culinary friend whatever industry friend there you go. I knew this man for a long, long time, bro. I know him since pretty much when I first started, since 04. Going into 05, I know him that long. And we were always pretty close, generally speaking. We talked a lot. We, we did a lot of stuff. And um, I don't talk to people on and off. I'm not I'm not somebody who believes that you got to call everybody once a week to show them that, you, that you're a friend or whatever. You, you're you're a, uh, an ally, you know? I don't do that. But... Long story short, you know, this dude, he started, he opened up his own business, whatever. I was very, so I was like, wow, that's great, man. I, I reached out to him just to say what's up to him because I haven't heard from him in a hot minute, you know. And to be perfectly honest, COVID kind of made me, like, give people space. Even on the phone, I felt like people were worried they're going to get COVID, you know. Like, people were getting, getting scared. So, I gave him a space and I, and I didn't bother nobody. I called him out pretty recently just say what's up and we shot the ship for like 20 minutes you know he has his own business i was very happy for him congratulated him you know um where he was where he was working previously you know the place went out of business and everything you know i was showing my love i was showing my condolences like yo dude you know that sucks man and what was crazy about that you know when i started the instagram shit i knew instagram was going to be somewhat controversial for people 
Which is interesting because what I do is far from controversial. Motherfuckers out there doing some wild stuff with with guns and food. I happen to be somewhere in the middle because we're still working men. We're still in the industry. We both work every day. We have lives that we live and whatever we do in between that time, we do because we want to. We're having fun with it. It's like a hobby. You go to yeah. the beach, whatever, we do this. <clears throat> or we go to the it's range, whatever. Not. You feel me? Right? Yeah. And this motherfucker blocked me on Instagram. He didn't block me. How you, like, when you unfollow, like, not unfollow, when you block somebody, right? I guess. I, mean, I didn't know what that was until I was in the beginning when I only had, like, 10 people. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew, I, knew, <laughs> I knew all 10 of y'all. And I guess he <laughs> might have caught on to what I was doing. And that's when I was really doing, you know, every week I was doing five or six things at a time. And that's just because I wanted to get out the content right away and have fun with the content and try to bring bring light to, you know, my position on gun ownership and my position in the culinary industry, you know, culinary industry to marry the two. Because the crazy part about it is when you really put in perspective, um, the chef is a really a renegade type character. You know, the chef is kind of hardcore you know i haven't really met a chef who's not fucking hardcore and the ones who are not they're not chefs they're not guys in the kitchen so i've always kind of felt like a, a balance between the two and i noticed he don't follow me i didn't say nothing i just like i was disappointed because he's the type of character that like he came off as like this this like neutral kind of like you know billy badass kind of cool cat sneakers and all that and when he did that, I was a little disappointed because it it showed me who he really was. I don't expect you to follow me. If you don't want to follow me, just don't follow, or don't don't pretend to care. I'm not gonna be mad at you, but when you block me, it's like we said, it's a little weird because it's not to be meant personal, but it is personal when you know somebody. And instead of just being real with you, like yo, I can't fuck with you, I'm like cool, I got, I understand. Don't you know? Don't even worry about it. I get it. Was you guys communicating on this? Nah. I just showed him love. That's that's the weird thing. That's the thing. I just showed like, him love. I followed him were, like, to um, show him love. If you guys were like, you know, talking back and forth and all that stuff, but if you're like, oh, hey, you know what's up, showing you love, and they blocked, that's... And here's the thing. I never told him my Instagram. That's what makes it weird. You understand? I never said nothing. By the way, only a handful of people I told about Instagram. Everything else I was building with, with learning how to use the platform. And that's with other platforms that I used. I don't expect to make money on it. I, you know, the goal is to eventually... Hopefully get to a place where it's sustainable. But realistically, I know it's not money. This is me casually doing shit and having fun and hopefully building something out of it. And the irony in it is I have my picture on there as a chef, you know, and mostly in street clothing. And I think from, you know, you don't block someone unless you look. You yeah. probably looked at my shit was like, nah, I can't fuck with him. You think maybe because it was uh, like, oh, man. It was the gun shit. Come up in the- Definitely the gun shit. He's from Jersey. Hmm. Or you think maybe he was mad because you ain't have like frozen tips in your hair and no shirt on? Nah, he's a white with dude the, with the with the Guido oil. He's on. white, you know. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I might be the only. At the, you know, and I'm, I'm I'm not gonna speak for him, but I think at that time, especially in the, in the mid 2000s, there wasn't a lot of cats like me working in the kitchen. And I say that loosely, like a lot of a lot of dudes who's from certain backgrounds and certain neighborhoods. We wasn't in the kitchen professional. I said this before on other podcasts. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes it comes off like, oh, y'all only talk about your background or whatever. But we do because you have to kind of reach to what you know and compare to what you have now. And it's so weird that he did that to me, even though I know exactly who he is and who he's always been. He knows me. But I think the controversy behind gun ownership and guns and everything is so weird because by definition is it is our very right to have them but people have too many opinions on why you should have them and people have too many interpretations of why they're wrong or why they're good instead of saying well it's built in to the law of the land right and i'm not someone who's like oh america constitution like you know me better than anybody and most people know me like that i i I sound stupid saying that because that's not how i believe it had i known what i known growing up back home about guns I would have never glorified all them street cats. I would have never been like, yo, my dude went to the roof and she let off, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then shoot on the roof and feel like that was a thrill of my life. But that's what we did, though. That's what we did, that's right? You you had people like years, that. You go up, you let it off. Yeah, man. and it's so weird because the, <laughs> the dudes that was letting you do that shit, they was questionable characters, you know? 
And I look back on that and I always ask myself, like, where was the education? Right. So I did a little research on it. And I want to say, you know, for anybody who's fact checking out there, I started opening up on the last podcast, like uh, like questions and stuff like that. I want to hear people's opinions. And uh, I, I look back and I think it was all the way up until like the late 60s or 70s, maybe even the early 80s. Gun gun education was a big deal. It was equivalent to sex education or science. They taught kids how to manage firearms. Now, granted, people are like, well, the ma- the majority of people were white, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's say for the argument's sake that they were all white. Well, then why did they take it out of schools to educate everyone else? So my point goes back to the conversation of the politics got in the way of the education because we take one situation that happens and we, we take it like it's a national tragedy and it became a national issue because we give it credence. We're giving it, we're giving it life. You know, what was it? Uh, Hannibal. I think it was in Hannibal, the movie. It was interesting. I think he, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing something like it, but he says something about the red, no, it was red dragon. And, uh, you know, he's like, you know, and I hope I'm getting to the right movie. Cause a lot of these movies are all kind of the same. But pretty much the, the sum of it was if you show these killers and you show their face on TV and you and you put the information. Actually, I know. So not just there. Um, there was like a former CIA like operative high level guy who, who did a speech on this. Uh, and I think it was either a TED talk or an interview. And he said it. He said the more credence you give to all these violent crimes, all these people. The more that you glorify it, the more you put it out there, the more you're going to have inspiration for other people to do it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, everything they talk about this in Batman. Like that, that's but that's what that's why a lot of them do it for remembrance, whether it's good or bad. Correct, and they see that that the media is going to sensationalize it. Now, if you put that shit on ice, and not to say it's not going to happen again, it's always going to happen, yeah, especially gonna happen. now. Yeah. But if you don't give these people the time of day, just like you know, if you ignore someone long enough, they just go away. These people won't have the energy to do it. You know what made Columbine so successful? after it and create all these animals and these fucking murderers was the media never let it go they kept repeating the story over and over and over and i'm like even at that time you know coming from where we were from you know honestly columbine wasn't a thing for us because for us columbine was every day we just saw it at a different level but see that's the argument it's like all right um new york right I mean, if you know who, if you know the right people, you get a gun. But it's not really easy to get a gun. You can't get a gun. So when you hear about a school shooting, you're never going to hear about that in a place like New York because nope. no one in New York is going to go shoot. I mean, they'll shoot up a neighborhood. Yeah. They'll shoot up a playground. Yeah. But they're not going to shoot up a school. No, they'll they shot whoever they needed to shoot, and that was except it. Except the school. Correct. You just never heard of it. Right. And normally, I'll give our, I'll give a lot of hood parents credit in the sense that they're like yo if something happens at school you better tell me mm-hmm. if anybody bullies you you defend yourself yeah, yeah, that and was if the teacher says something you come get me and I'll deal with it so I feel like that's how come a lot of that shit in school don't happen that much cause we let our kids know well it's the up. education like it's gone so to my point before and I kinda glazed over it cause I got distracted with the whole the education part like why did they stop teaching it in schools? You know, before that happened, and if I'm not mistaken, and I and I had this article pulled up a while ago, the very first actual like inspired mass shooting happened in Canada in some sort of university. And for everybody out there Canada. who's who's yeah, man. You know Canada's supposed to be like, I know, it's heaven. And here's the thing, for people out there who are pro Canadian and wanna try to be disrespectful to me, do your research. It's there. It's crazy how much you can find when you just do some actual legwork and say First, you know, major mass shooting in Canada, and you're going to pull up a university, I believe it was in Toronto, and some dude was deranged and shot up, like, 18 people. Happened somewhere in, like, the early 90s, mid-90s. And after that, it got weird. And, you know, for, for those who like to argue about Canadian lifestyle and all that stuff, like, Canada got a lot of fucking problems. We just don't hear about it because just like most things that, are heavily regulated by government. You're not going to hear it because it's not convenient to the government that you're supporting. And it's not to say that Canada is bad. 
but to ignore the fact that there's a you know the population of Canada is no bigger than the population of New York I think when it comes to Canada though when it comes to Canada people hear one thing they hear they're nice mm -hmm. and free health care that's all they think about that's and they hear. and they you know hear. what they don't get is that's that's true listen that is true but like all things there's a silver lining in that truth but they don't hear the part that yeah, it's free health care but um if you need a brand new heart it's going to take you like yeah. a year to book an appointment yeah. and what do you like think they come to get years it? to to book an appointment right because the line is so long to wait to so wait and where do you think they go to get it when they need it yeah exactly or they go to mexico or some so shit. i mean it's it's almost like that thing you know when when you live uh when you when you're in your house and you're, you're in the setting right mm -hmm. you you a lot of people still appreciate other people's stuff mm -hmm. not appreciating what they have in their very home right. until you know yeah. what i'm saying because a lot of people live like that. a lot of people still live based off of what other people have and, mm -hmm. and they do it so much that they don't focus on what they have right well you're living for the wrong reasons yeah i mean that's you know? that's just and again i'll be the first one saying it's not fucking perfect over here Nah. But there's a reason why everyone's coming here. There's a reason why people come here, and so the same way, and even sex education—that's a that's a dramatic shift in sex education now because the the science behind sex education is so diluted with falsehoods. You know, we we see a whole generation who thinks STDs are normal, and I'm not making this up. We see it day to day in our in our in our current you know career path, and I'm not gonna say where we at, but we see it all the time. Yeah. Young cats coming in there. It doesn't matter if they're gay, straight, whatever team they play on. It doesn't matter. They come in there. I had a young man come in and was straight up like, you know, I'm checking in. I have a bleed, blah, blah, blah. You know, well, you know, no problem. Oh, by the way, I have AIDS. I'm like, okay. And his partner was in him laughing like, they, like it was a joke. And I'm like, this is not a joke. This is life or death. AIDS is not a game. We went through a whole entire generation of millions of people dying over AIDS. And now these people treat it like it's a joke because they have some treatment that may suppress it, right? It, and it goes back to gun violence, right? The education is not there anymore. You're either deathly afraid of guns because you're told to be afraid of guns or you're told you're a pussy if you don't know how to deal with a gun. It's like, how about somewhere in between that? There's the truth. You got to educate. You know how many people since I've come to Florida when I learned how to shoot, um, I learned it by people I would never thought was going to teach me how to shoot because it wasn't in my, in my, you know, when you come from New York, what was the first thing, you know, throw hands or you got a knife, whatever. But you never think twice about a gun. So my introduction to guns with people was it was a whole bunch of like Spanish dudes like, you know, Patraca and, you know, a couple of spokes of me, you know, one older cat, you know, what I'm talking about, I'm not gonna yeah. say his name, but the guy's like a legend in the gun world, right? And I would have never suspected that these guys were like, you know, you know, not gun nuts, but they were like gun enthusiasts. They were into like different things. They like tournaments. They like that kind of stuff. And I never thought that I, as a Hispanic Latino, because I'm both, there's a fucking difference. And people never understood that you could do it. So when I came down here, it took me a while to kind of reconcile that. And then within the first couple of years of living here, I went from no guns to carrying a gun, knowing like, okay. Now there's a balance. Someone can't just run up on me. And they probably, listen, the reality is they probably still can. Yeah. But you have a split second to save your own life. Because in that split second, guess what? It's you or him. And that video came out that happened here in Orlando where the cop was in the mall. Did you see that one? No. Where he pulled over. He, he didn't pull over. He, he, uh, he was questioning a 19-year-old man. He's not a kid. 19. He's a man. We was men when we was what fifteen, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know, we we had to grow. And my brother, who's seven years older than me, he had to become a man when he was like twelve. Like, imagine how t different the times was it for him, right? Like, guys in their and women who was in their late forties and mid forties, they had to mature much faster than we did, which is even crazier. And he pulled, you know, he, he was in the mall walking and talked to the kid. He was like, yo, you're talking to underage girls. You're being very fresh. You know, he got reported. And he was a young Spanish cat. You hear me good? Yeah. All right. And this dude, yeah, I don't know. Um, and this dude, you know, he was being really weird, very, like, fidgety. And you and I both know when a dude, any person, walks into a place acting fidgety or being weird, they're suspect. Period. It, it, 
think maybe I did. Let me hear the end. All right. Yeah, he was fidgety. He was being very weird. And the cop was like, yo, man, you know, you can't talk to underage girls. He was trying to buy a drink. He was being very weird. And, you know, predatory. Now, one, he's a pedophile. He was talking to young girls as young as like 12, 13 years old, hitting on them. So let's 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 put that in perspective. He's 19. He's a pedophile. He still hasn't matured enough. Okay. And he's a Hispanic or a Latino, one of the two. He's one of our own. So people need to stop associating everything with white people. We have to understand evil's evil comes in all <clears throat> yeah. shades of gray. Exactly. And the cop was very kind to him. Like, yo, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, cool, man. The kid was all right. Yeah, it was being weird. Then the cop was like, what's in your bag? Like, he's like, why are you hold?" Like, he was, the kid was acting so weird that the cop yeah, was like, I saw this. what's in your bag? Yeah. He's like, oh, nothing. He's like, you got, you got anything on you, man? Come on. Just, just tell the truth. Now, he was being weirder, weirder, and weirder. The kid started getting uncomfortable. Now, people are like, oh, the cop wasn't in his right to say that. I've, I've seen that. I've heard people say it. And I'm like, yo, the cop found this cat being suspicious. He was already hitting on underage kids. Not like teenagers. He was hitting on young girls. Okay? Anybody who's a parent will know that's already a fucking problem. So, all these red flags are going off that this dude is being weird. Uncomfortable. So now the cops like, what's in your bag? The kids, no. He's like, listen, do you have weed on? You have any, any? And he's like, the kids, are, oh, I had a little bit of weed. And the cops, all right, man. The cops is pretty much the cop was like, listen, it's a missing, you know, the way the video played out, and I think you would agree, the cop was gonna be like, listen, I'll give you a ticket and just keep moving, get rid of the weed, right? That's the way the energy was going. But then the kid obviously was up to something else, or something else was going on, because this motherfucker felt the need to literally turn around and start shooting the cop. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw this one. And then chased him. And then, the, but yeah, but the cop jumped in the bush because he was getting shot before he could pull out his gun. Yeah. Now, again, I don't care how trained you are. Maybe the guy's not trained or not, but the point is, it happens so fast. Now, by the way, we don't talk about what if there was innocent bystanders that got hit by this kid's gun. What was the kid up to? What was he really doing there, right? And why would, he, why would his reaction be that? And my feeling is two things. Either the media's got him so paranoid that cop's going to kill him, or he's up to something real fucked up. He's into some heavy shit. There's only two things. There's no reason for him to, to start shooting at a cop like that. He let off like 15 shots and ran. Actually, I don't even think they caught. I don't know if they caught him. No, he, they shot him. The kid got away. If I remember, if it's the same, no, if it's the same. They ended story, up catching him. No, they shot him. Oh, so he ended up getting shot. Yeah, they uh, they caught him. If it's the same story, because he got he got far though. He wasn't like he was but right. Yeah, yeah. But they caught him right between um exactly in a, in a different parking lot, right between two cars. Right. So. Just like when you first came down, you had some familiar familiarity with guns and firearms, but it's better to be around people who are more trained and more like more equipped maturely to talk yeah. to you about firearms and ownership and what it really means. And they have no problem doing it. No, they, they don't. They'll, they'll come and they'll offer the information freely. They'll, get yo, it. this is the here's the safety. safety. Everything what? Safety, yeah. safety, safety. It's all about safety. Kids, kids around? Nope, nope, no kid. Like there's a lot of maturity and a lot of thinking and foresight that goes into gun ownership and i still believe in my heart of hearts that a gun owner especially a, a responsible because there's a difference the vast majority of people who own firearms responsibly they're not out there looking for trouble no. it's the opposite we run away from trouble yeah because we don't want to get in yeah, trouble because yeah the, you, you you don't want to be you don't put yourself in that position mm. when things start going you don't go let me go over here and find out what's going mm. on you're like i'm out like, I'm, I'm by good. the way that's how you get shot by the cops yeah like, because when the cops show up to the scene they don't know who is no. the, the perpetrator exactly they will shoot you on sight the the funny thing is uh <laughs> is for, for me right when i when i hear that we talk about gun safety and like say you know back home to here do you know that a lot of people who come from back home when they come out here what's the first thing they do buy a gun Yep. As soon as they, they become, they, but you have to be a resident. The second they, the second they get that card, mm -hmm. they, the minute they switch their ID from over there, you know how many people when I went, when yeah. I went to my, when I went to my class, dude, everybody from New York. And you know what gun they buy too? It's funny. Oh. They always buy a Glock or a revolver. I mean, remember that's that's. I know it's just. I got a Glock, son. That's like, what yeah, the rappers yeah, rap about, man. Glocks are nice. Again, you don't know any better, and you can ask any of them. They'll be like, "Yeah, my, my starter was a Glock. What's your gun?" And it'll be something different. I shot my first shots were a Springfield uh, XDS XD XD regular XD Springfield. It was a Glock, a revolver. It was a lot of. We shot a lot. When I shot that Springfield, I fell in love with the Springfield, <clears throat> and I didn't know nothing about guns, and I just felt 
like the Springfield was right for me. It, it literally just felt, it felt like I wanted to sleep with it. That's weird, but we'll do that. No, it was, it was I want great. to sleep with it too. It's okay. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> it, it's Springfield. The the thing with it is, is but what do you think about that? Right, the education. They took it out of the school completely. They, they took a lot of things out. You know, I was having this conversation with one of my guys at work. They oh, shop. Like, you know, remember shop? Dude. Remember cook, we had shop? Cook, yeah. Shop class. Cook class. Uh-huh. Veteran. 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 Uh, uh, how do you they're say They're about it? to be done with gin. You had to do, like, push-ups. What was the other one? Ups. Veterinary assistance. Remember that one? The VA classes? Yeah. They had Where those. you could go in there. Uh, my friend is still, he still does that from high school. Yeah. Where he yeah. teaches. Vet tech. There it is. And vet tech. Certain high schools, you went for certain things. Like, you know, like, remember Smith, 3rd Avenue? If Correct. trying to b- do right. cars, you went there. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're you right. Smith do, was automotive. you wanted to do clinical, you went to um, Clinton. What was what? Clinton was that? Clinton was clinical. You know, yeah, that's what happens when you drop out of school. I don't know what it was all about. Yeah, like... Uh, well, Bronx Science know, was uh, was science. <laughs> so they don't have that no more. Yeah, yeah, you're it's right. It's literally like like school is so vanilla right now. They're not teaching really nothing. No, they actually they're teaching kids. You know, this is gonna be controversial. They're teaching them critical race theory, which is real. Mm-hmm. They're teaching them gender identity, which is real. And I'm not saying real like it's not real, like it's not real, real. If that makes any fucking sense, real like they're teaching these things in classes when they should be teaching kids about accounting. They should be yeah. teaching kids life yeah. skills. They should be teaching kids safety measures when it comes to guns, when it comes to money, when it comes to... Yo, remember, stranger danger was a real thing. Yeah. There used to be signs all over the school, stranger danger, if someone's at a car. Like, I, I don't know, and I don't want to speak to it because I don't want to be ostracized by people, but I feel like the school system is really become more of an activist place than it is yeah. to teach. Um, I'll defend them a little bit and I'll defend them in the fact that of I think a lot of schools are more damage control because they are but they're causing some of the problems like there there's so many guidelines that they have to follow and then in between that right let's say okay boom you just sit down for class oh now you gotta do a a fire drill you gotta do a tornado drill Mm -hmm. you gotta do gun safety uh, you got to do the, the the active shooter training and then in between there you got it's or uh, you, you got okay hey guys we can say this we can't say this right. so here's a perspective then about how many hours in a day for a kid at school it's it, dude it's a nine to five cause it's a nine to five right like eight you finish like three. so eight to let's say eight to ten hours depending right so here's a couple of things how much of that is their actual education going on think much man. like four hours but and again and i mean people might not like it but some kids don't freaking listen it's, when, yeah again, but i'm saying respect, that the respect is out the window right if we was like say for instance you went to class you was fact, bad that's facts you get the hell out of class and you was like oh man you get kicked out you can't kick your kid out of class now because now right you got everyone oh there's a whole bunch got, of shit you got everyone putting out their cell phones and recording this kid and a kid beating up a teacher or something to the teacher right and everyone it, it's a joke so now. but that so, so it goes back to my point of education and teaching and and monitoring a situation you know babysitters now I mean, right babysitters before but they now. were but it was a little different it was a little bit different and i think the, the crux of it is, you know, this conversation can go forever, but the problem is simple. We have people who are teaching our kids what they believe. And that's that right there. That's is the, the problem. Is that I don't give a fuck what you believe in. I don't want my kid to know what your sexual preference is. I don't give a fuck what your sexuality is. I don't give a fuck if you want guns. I don't give a fuck if you like guns. I don't give a fuck if you're constant. No, your job is simple. Teach. If you're in social you're, you're studies. Teach math. Teach math. If you're and math is not racist. If you're dumb, even you're dumb. You, even if you teach social studies, no. Listen, social I'm not good at math. I know basic shit. I'm pretty dumb. I I understand my limitations. Yeah. But when people like math is racist, I first I thought it was a joke. I couldn't believe it. I mean, other other than you know using black ink on white paper. I know that's just crazy. <laughs> but it's fascinating to me that if we just started putting the education back into the system. You'll be surprised that the turnaround could happen within a generation. Universities don't even teach it. And universities used to have a gun education and all that stuff. It's not just a gun. The gun will never do anything on its own. It's the people. And you need to educate people on what their purposes are. And 
if you don't teach that and you only associate guns with bad guys and good guys, you're never going to get a good result. It's always going to be negative. But anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to cut to a quick break. And then when we're done with this quick break, we're going to come back and keep cutting it up, guys. All right, guys, we're back. We're going to be some busting guns and baking buds. Yes, we're still we, we're still doing that. We're still doing that. <laughs> oh man! So, but yeah, so just to, just to, um, it's the education. That's what you're saying, it's, and I think education should be everything, right? I don't even let's let's say if you have your own opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're educating, so when you're pretty much bringing bringing light, bringing them a sense of light, right? So you say, hey, listen, this situation. Even if you had like a critical race theory, what the case may be. There's a way to explain that without forcing them to one way or the other. But here's the not thing. saying that that's your job, but I think like everyone feels like they have this special platform that is their job. They're fucking teachers. Force. You're a math it, teacher. It, You're a physics it's, teacher. It, it, it's with teachers, but it's with everybody. Everybody feels like it's their responsibility to teach someone or something, and it's not. And it's not that it's, your job is. Well, technically, it is. Well, teachers for your yeah. role. For your role, for your not role, to right. be like, well, you know, this is what I feel. If you're so teaching sex I'm ed, teach. and it's like you're not a director, bro. No, you're not. You're not directing the movie. <laughs> a director could put his own ideas. Kind of, and even still, you might fuck it up. Let's say, hey, let's talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, I, right? I, they fucked it all up. I did not see it. But anyway, we digress. We digress. We'll talk the, about the that. point. Uh, is the my my point is simple, man, and and I because I could I'm only speaking from my experience of coming from where I come from and being about as ignorant as you could get when it comes to this conversation. We've been able to, you know, sort of codify our own violence against each other as normal. We solidified that as normal. But then a cop kills someone in the hood and we're like, fucking pigs. But we're like, that guy might have been innocent, but that cop's probably dealt with so much shit. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I'll, justifying police shit. I'll go harder. That guy probably just shot someone last week. Mm-hmm. But that cop shot him, and it's like you know that you know he was doing nothing. Yeah, he was like, just walking, like, and it's like you know, yeah, he just, yo, he killed Tito last week. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Uh, that, that, that's different. That 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 was justified. All right, and here's I'm a, I'm a, like, and I don't know if I'm gonna blow your fucking mind with this one. Blow your socks off. We're gonna bake some buns. <laughs> you're gonna be gonna, gonna, gonna bake some buns. buns. I'm gonna blow your buns off. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the crazy part: the psychology of New York, the psychology of, and and I don't know. I don't know what to classify it as. I'm not a psychologist, but think about it. When you, we probably touched on this before. You're taught to single-handedly be the the Billy badass and the victim at the same time. The victim, the oppressor. You're 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 taught to be both people at the same time. You're taught to have two separate ideas completely at the same time and accept both of them. You know that's fucking impossible to do, mm-hmm. right? That's like I, I don't even know how to explain how that is complicated on so many levels. You're taught in New York, don't be a bitch, don't be scared, don't be this, don't be all, oh, yo, you know what I'm saying, you soft, right? You fight your way through the streets. You know, I've had countless fist fights. I've lost many of them. I've won many of them. It didn't make me feel any harder. It made me realize I don't like getting fucking into fights. Yeah. I don't like getting my ass whooped, right? It happens. But you also realize, like, you're capable of doing it. So you kind of self-taught that, like, okay, this is possible. So what do you think the cat out there... Who's killing motherfuckers because he can. He don't think he has the same mentality. Of course he has the same mentality. Right? He knows he can just keep doing it because he'll be back home in two, three years. And he'll be right back on the street doing his shit. Right? We forget that somewhere in between that that problem was there was nobody to help him or her figure out a better way. You know, we depend on government for so many things. And all the things that we depend on government, it separates us. Everything we do that's government-related separates us. And I look at what's happening in New York, right? You know, we talk about the Roe v. Wade stuff. Um, and that'll probably be another podcast. We talk about the Second Amendment laws. Now, I have a, I have a lot of school of thoughts. Let's talk about the Second Amendment law that passed, right? Where they pretty much said, your Second Amendment rights shall not be infringed on. Right, so they pretty much followed the law. People are like, well, it's a left, it's a left wing, left leaning, or whatever, right wing, right leaning court. But if it was the left court that did it, people on the left would be fine, right? It's so, weird, and it's gonna it's gonna sound real, real fast. Like, say they say, um, you know, the right to bear arms. That's a that's a right thing. That is a right. Freedom of speech is. 
kind of a left thing. Like, well, meaning, so freedom of speech is not so much a left or right thing. Well, so his, they use it way more. Like, I think like they use to, it for to, different purposes. But to them, for me, when I look at it, that's their gun. But you're right, that's like, their gun. Like, like yeah, like, that's a good analogy. Like again, look at the woke. Look at the woke people. Cancel mm-hmm. culture. Well, remember, at one point, people were like woke is not a thing, and now people realize, oh shit, it's, it's a, a bad thing. Cancel culture is a thing. They will mm-hmm. end your life mm-hmm. with words, financial with life, their freedom of speech, mm-hmm. with their speech. They will destroy you. Destroy you. Unequivocally destroy you like that. I mean, for me, that goes hand in hand with the, uh, remember what the old saying? Um, the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's true until the sword starts swinging. See, that's the problem is you made me lose my train of thought, but you got me on another track. A lot of these motherfuckers never been slapped. A lot of these motherfuckers never had a, another person be like, chill the fuck out. But that goes to what that goes to what you was talking about with with the upbringing in New York, is that they teach you to be the victim and the tough guy. At the same time. And then with the mix of social media. It, so it here's the a, thing about New York, and I was talking to a good friend of ours, and it was an interesting conversation because it wasn't so much a debate; it was more of like a, a challenging of ideas. And my process was, they passed the law, or they caught whatever they did. The Supreme Court pretty much said that New York and other states cannot infringe on your Second Amendment right. And New York and California went to the furthest extreme they could to be like, you know what? California goes, hey, you know what we're going to do? Oops, we're going to release all the information of all the concealed carry permits that we have on file. Hundreds of thousands of people in the state of California had all their private information leaked. Here's the crazy part. How does that benefit the black or Hispanic community when probably more than half of those applications are us? So in that act alone, I'm going to say racist. I'm going to use the logic of the left in their own logic. That's fucking racist. Because well, um, you can't. You're t- I'm using it because you're taking what there's, I can there's, use. There's no white people involved. Can't there, use it. Sorry. There's plenty of white people involved. There's white people. There's everybody people, right? Okay. You're, le- you're releasing the information of people. Not only that they're law-abiding, they're law-abiding citizens, which is, again, it's so funny when you say law-abiding citizens. It fucking sounds stupid. But That was a movie. They're, yeah, that was a great movie. <laughs> they're people who literally, they follow the laws. They, don't, they, don't, they try not to break the laws, right? They try to play fair. They're the guys who play fair. You know, they, the good guy. The good guy finishes last, right? Remember that whole saying? Yeah. So these people's information is leaked, and now they have to deal with at some point in their lives, who knows when, some crazy little fucking maniac who has two, three different color hair, has piercings all over their face, who's never fought a day in their life, never left their mother's basement, who probably going to run up to them in public and shoot them up or stab them up. Yeah. All because these people want to defend themselves or themselves from maniacs like them. Or just be ostracized by the community. For right. So they're going to show up. Right. So you're going to ruin someone's life for, for exercising their right. And the crazy part is they're saying, well, the guns are violence. No, idiot. People are violent. The guns can't be violent on their own. And the same thing with New York. New York, they did just about the same thing. They're like, if you want to buy, if you want to get a concealed carry permit, you have to pay some crazy fee. You have to submit all your social media history. You have to um, give us your social security. They, you, you pretty much have to go through 100 hoops. Before you may get approved. The social media thing, I don't disagree with. I don't agree people, or disagree a, a, with a it. A lot of people express themselves on social they, media. They do, but his, you're not wrong. But let's say you, right? I don't got social media. No, no, no. Okay, you don't, <laughs> right? Let's say you. You're not You're not an extreme person by no stress of the imagination. But you, and you're the, an example. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying as an example. Yeah. You might agree with something like Thanos said, you know... Half the, half the universe has to end, blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's considered an extreme view. So even True. if, even but it's but think about it. Even if you said that and somehow they could tie that to you, you can't exercise your right to protect your family. Even though you know for a fact, 100 times over, that that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. They'll take that. What so the point is like, you give the government an inch, they take a mile. And when we grew up, we grew up like, yo, fuck the cops, fuck the government, fuck that. Don't trust nobody. Now it's like, no, we need government. We have to have government. We, we had need this conversation them. Before though, to where it's like, but the government gives you a chance to be an adult. Sometimes but the problem is some people, when people complain too much, mm-hmm. and they go, 
how come the government's not doing yeah. anything? I see how come the that. government's not doing this? We had the conversation yeah, before yeah, on another that. topic. The government goes, listen, we're oh, giving yeah. you a chance to be... Yeah. To, to just be like a mom kids. and a dad. Just like a mom. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, we're giving you to be an adult. And too many people, what they, <clears throat> their go-to for when they're not doing good in life is, it's the government's fault. Yeah. How come they're not helping? Why they're not doing this? Where's the resolve? And they go, listen, you know, once we interfere, it's, it's going to be extreme. So back to that, that point you just made. So we're talking to my friend and I broke it down about the gun violence. And I said, yeah, you're right. There is real gun violence. In the state you live in. And that the conversation was like, nah, there was a shooting in Texas. Like, actually, there was like 49 shootings in the Bronx alone. In a week. And they're like, oh, but that... And I was like, how is it different? How many of those people survived? So, I pull up factual statistics. And it wasn't a disagreement. It was like, oh, shit, you're right. It's a matter of perspective. It's not even about white supremacy. You know, this... First of all, this idea of white supremacy blows me the fuck away because... One, there's not any actual white supremacist. And if we want to talk about white supremacists and we want to go back to the KKK, they were fucking socialist Democrats. They weren't Republicans. Tried and true, they were exactly who they were. Hitler's Nazi party was the socialist party. So when people have this argument to me, and I'm not arguing for political points, I'm neither left or right. I fall in the category of like libertarian style. I, I really believe more about just American freedom, freedom in general. I don't really, you know, I could agree to disagree with both sides because I don't have a feeling for both sides. But the fact that I'm like, I'm very much approving of the Second Amendment doesn't make me a right leaning. It means that if you're punk ass who's not supposedly a right leaner who doesn't support the Second Amendment, if you're with me and I got my fire on me and we're getting shot at, you're going to depend on your life on me. You're going to depend on me to save you. And if I don't do it, you're never going to look at me the same. You're going to call me everything you could think of because I didn't use my weapon to stop that person. Yeah. That's a fact. Happens in the hood every day. Oh, you ain't fight with me, son. You scared. You Like, how about maybe I just didn't want to get stabbed to death? Did that ever occur to you? Because normally the person who jumps in, and this is facts, normally the person who jumps in, is the person who gets hurt. Who gets hurt, exactly. And usually you're not even involved. Because, dude, I mean, hell, where we work at, how many people used to come in with gunshots <laughs> visiting yeah. from college, yeah. visiting from their new life, mm-hmm. coming back to the hood to visit mm-hmm. and get shot, shot up. Got stabbed up. Just visiting. And meanwhile, the nigga they was with is the one that had the beef. Mm-hmm. Happens all the And the, the time. funny shit is that the dude who had the beef left you. Yeah. So... To my point, it's not so much about hood or whatever. It's people want to just pick and choose what is convenient to them. At that moment. At, not just at the moment, but because it almost feels like if they say the other way how they really feel, they feel like, one, they're going to be judged, and two, they don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to be criticized. But it's like, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel like wherever you're from, I don't care if you're from the Bronx. I don't care if you're from South Philly. I don't care if you're from Compton. I don't give a fuck if you're from Minneapolis. If you're tired of a bunch of little knuckleheads running around killing people, this is your time to stand up to them. Uh, not, I'm not saying take the streets to riots yeah, and guns. Yeah, no. I'm saying this is the time where you actually have to stand up and voice your opinion and stop voting in these pieces of shit. Well, the, the thing is, too, you have to understand there's a lot of people that... That they live in, a, they live in a certain world, you know. Right, they, we all do at some point. They don't feel like they have anything to defend. Let me ask you this: You could agree, or disagree. I don't know, but you don't think it's a little fucked up mentally, like a mental fuck, where if you grew up in a situation your whole life, I'm gonna use the BX as an example. That's the only one I really know. Yeah, right. I say New York, um, and then coming to here to Florida, right? and I would say Florida as a state in general. I don't know everything about Florida. But the most racism I've ever experienced came from New York. Let's be real. I've, I've, I've been called so much shit, been treated like shit. That came down here, and I probably had the most opportunities I've ever had. And, yeah, you experience some level of racism. There's always something. And, but it's not to the degree, like, I'm being dragged in the street. Like, you know, there's a lot of tragedies that happen down here that, that's newsworthy. They, right? they would say that uh, out here, right, racism, Florida, mm-hmm. like, whatever. My experience is I have more issues with black people. Yeah, I mean, I can't see it because it was weird for me. I don't but, like. I mean, 
It's definitely you, a little more had, black and white had, out here. You've had situations, but it wasn't with a. It wasn't no, it was with Puerto white. Ricans. It was with <laughs> my own people, opposite sex. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. We've had two experiences that has nothing to do with white people, mm-hmm. but was on that side of what people would. Though the thinking, the attack. Correct. So. And in both situations, they've told the and here's I, a crazy mindfuck. I, I, I hate. I I, I I really dislike when people say this because they don't understand. When you was going through your situation, you know, I mean, and you know, I'll I'm, I'll be hypocritical because you know, I, I think I think I said it to you, because again, it's the training. Oh, don't worry about it. Be the bigger person. Yeah, fuck that. You know, <laughs> my situation, people, and it's the right thing to say. But think about it, man. You're a human. I'm it's a mindfuck. Yeah. You know. When someone is constantly telling you to do be the right the thing, be the big person, while the other person is still being fucked the, up, while the other person is being fucking toxic, and they're like, still encouraging yeah. that behavior, yeah, and that's the problem with right. Oh, you know, because you have so many people that are told to be the bigger person, and mm-hmm. meanwhile, this asshole's not being told, and he might come to work tomorrow and try to kill me. Yeah, this asshole's not Facts. being told nothing. This female's not being. Told. No one is being told. Yeah, the other person is told person not to be the bigger is person. Not, is not told anything. Just right. ignore him. Yeah. Just, and that person, guess what? That person's still gonna act like that because he hasn't been checked. No one checked Back him. Back home when we were growing up, when someone acted like that, you, you got smacked. You, know, you had to check them. Yeah, like, you got good smacked. Now? And then, oh shit, thanks. And like, especially the that. older cats, they'll check you real yeah, quick. That's I've it. been and checked then, them plenty of times, bro. And then you're like, oh, 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 okay, cool. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? They're, that they they literally took that out the equation because why you you'd be violent. Like so actually, violent. to your point that you just made, because you kind of said what I said, but I'm gonna probably go a little deeper. When you think about people we know, generationally speaking. From where we're from And this applies to everywhere Right You grew up in the Bronx Since the time you lived there Which was less than six years ago And for me it's been about 10-12 years From the time that we lived there To the time now From the time that our parents lived there And our grandparents lived there What has changed? Dude, Nothing Right Probably got worse So here's the, here's the ironic part So People in New York they, they vote Democrat all the time And this is not a Democrat Republican This is the obvious blatant problem with the way the city operates the city is heavily run by democrats who heavily oppose anything that would support you as an individual to break from that situation heavily oppose all of it gun rights pay you know people like oh unions listen unions are uh uh, it's a it's a good hustle for them but for them but at the end of the day when people are like, oh, you go to Florida, you will not guarantee your job. I'm like, I've been in my job longer than people have been in union jobs. Yeah, no, that's not right? True. That's not true. Plus, like this, when you guys are on the FDR and or the two and a five train in Simpson, and that construction is still going on since like 19, yeah, that's unions. Thank the unions. So they now, those jobs my point is, to make more money. we keep voting, and I say we because I still feel like I'm connected to that somehow, just because of friends and family. We keep voting and. Putting the same people in different clothing, in different generations, the same policies, the same exact thing for the last 60 fucking years in New York. Now, I can even go back, I would say in the 70s, before our time, even in the early 80s, gun rights in New York were pretty official. People could have guns. A lot of people had revolvers. A lot of people had guns legally. Yeah, legally, yeah. And people had guns. You know, I won't speak to it, but we had, like, you have family that was, like, very pro-NRA, right? We won't speak to it. But I could say that their rights were there. And as New York started to strip those rights away from people, New Yorkers just gave up. Like, yeah, cool, man. This is going to protect us. All it did was embolden more bad motherfuckers to do bad things. And let's just say, because, you know, the whole point of the Second Amendment is to to oppose a tyrannical government, right? Let's just say for hypothetical purposes, this is not to encourage or endorse it, but let's just say the police state in general, the police state, the way people like to call it, the biggest gang in in America, right? This is some arguments. They really had a war on blacks and minorities. That means that your Second Amendment protects you from that. That means your Second Amendment protects you from that tyranny. But you're giving up the very thing that allows you to protect yourself from that tyranny, if that tyranny was real. Listen, why do I need a gun if I have my cell phone? I can record. But you understand what I'm saying, right? So So when I talk to people in new generation, old generation about the politics in New York, the funny answers I get is, you know, we have to do the, we ha- and I'm like, we've been doing the same fucking thing for 40, 50 years. As old as we are going back generations, nothing's changed. So do you really think, is it you are the problem or is it the neighborhood? I'll give you one better. How many of those people 
what do you mean those people? <laughs> how many of those people? <laughs> those people. Voted how they voted. And, you know, for me, everyone has to learn before. Um, you mind if I try some I, of the straight? Yeah, go ahead. That's straight whiskey. This uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Yeah. It's great. So how many people? Oh, it's good. Dang. How many people thought that they believed what they believed in? And I'll give you an example. How many people voted how they voted in New York? And now that New York is where it's at, how many of those very same people who voted for how they voted but it's also too, are, are out here right now? But here's the other thing, too. Dude, well, but you know they're going to come here with that shit, too. What I'm saying is how many people, and, and you can ask, and, and it, whoever's listening to this, I guarantee you have family or you know someone that's like, you talk to them out here, you go, yo, oh, you from New York? Yeah, I had to get out. Yeah, I had to get out. I couldn't I live. Had, I had to get out. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it no more. Mm-hmm. It's the violence was there. too much. Dude, just crazy. But then they hear about they're, something and they're like, oh, it's tragic out here. It's like, because the they're trained to still think that when they out here, they hear, you see, this is like, bro, but you just left that because, oh, oh yeah. you leaving. It's different. You yeah, know? but you're bringing your politics here. Well, again, and that's why? what's dangerous. Because they like the idea. It sounds nice say, on paper. Think what they want, I'm safe. But they don't like the idea to actually see There's it. a difference between being like, safe and feeling safe. I feel safe now. Again, I'm not pro crazy gun. No, self defense. But I like, I like the choice to defend what I have. With your family, if, if, if you're if, out if with you your from, family, heck. If you from where you at, dude? How many people? Yo, son, if if that dude leave his bike, there's mines. <laughs> if if that dude leave his keys in his car, it's mine. Yeah, I, I if, was. If I that was, window's open, yeah, it's yeah, mine. I know. Can't say. It. Can't confirm no denial. When you start having your own stuff. Yep. Oh, you know what's the worst? Family. You want to protect that. Remember when motherfuckers used to sit on cars like it was their property? Yeah. And then used to get mad at the guy, be like, yo, get off my car. Who the fuck are you talking to like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know the feeling now. I own many, you know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So the idea to defend and protect what's mine, what I work for. Heck, they tried to hit me with the ghost gun conversation. I was like, there's no fucking thing. If someone's building a ghost gun, you're not going to know about it. It's called a ghost gun. Yeah. When they killed the guy, the Japanese prime minister... They shot him in public. You saw those made with, right? Yeah. Was like tape. This motherfucker yeah, like just... black tape. By the way, I still think that's an inside hit job. You know, oh, that shit... That's, you know, but here, Japan has the most gun control on the planet. And that happened. And they were able to kill a fucking prime minister. Uh, he wasn't a prime minister anymore. No, former. Well, but, you know, the, the justification but, but that was... happened. That it was, was a hit. Yeah, it was a hit. And, yeah. it, oh, he's a Trump supporter. No, no. It doesn't matter. Listen, if someone went out and assassinated our current president, I'm not going to be happy with that. Because that means that we're okay with that type of behavior. I don't give a fuck what... Look, I don't like AOC. Now, back in the day, I say this I say this all the time. If I was working in the industry and she was working in the industry, she would have got turned out. Yeah. She would have got her back broken in the cooler. That's it. Okay? And then I, that's back in the day. <laughs> you already know. She would have been a server serving it up. Feel me? And then took lunch. And then you already know because that's the industry. Let's be honest. 20 that's years anywhere, ago, that's, that's what people was doing, right? You work with females. So that's I would bad. never in my life encourage or think that that's normal for any person of political to be assassinated, but they should be afraid of us. Politicians should be afraid of their constituents. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not a love me death, thing. Death is wrong, but... Don't it, kill nobody. So death is wrong, and in the same breath, if you put yourself in a position to get killed, that's that's, you. that's on you. Here, and the thing is, I'll give you an example. This is this is why people keep doing dumb things because we have a whole bunch of people that defend them. There's no accountability. There's they no justify accountability. the 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 violence the way well, they think you is normal. Understand? He did that because when that dude, when Bernie Sanders was running for president, and that dude shot one of the Republicans in a baseball game, almost killed him. Yeah, they were celebrating him. The media didn't even talk about him like he was a villain. I'm like, dude, that man, he was a socialist little savage. Now he just encouraged anybody who was a socialist to do what he just did. Because they realize there's no consequence. Like this, and if you think that that don't have a look at Will Smith when he smacked Chris Rock, yeah, what happened? Someone tried to smack Dave Chappelle. Yep, it didn't go the same. It didn't go same. People, well, Ti tried to do the same thing to some chick on stage, and it emboldens people whether you accept it or not. And no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You good? So, quick question, right? The people who are who most talk about uh, news outlets, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about. We got to get rid of guns, gun control, gun control. What would you say is what, there's two of the top uh, people that talk about that? 
Um, probably CNN and everything, you know, and every, alphabet. almost everybody. Right? All the so alphabets. I'm looking at this thing, right? And there's this guide by the USCCA, right? Uh, pretty much that talks about. I like USCCA, though. They're good. So they, they have this guide on what to expect. Oh, because you know why? They're carrying insurance. They're like, we're not plugging anybody, by the way, guys. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not. We're, not, we're just, just showing saying, that, like, I'm just showing this how, company represents education. I'm just showing how full of crap people are. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to organizations, mm-hmm. right? So CNN, what do you hear? Fox News, what do you hear? Oh, right? it's all because it's the fucking they, they, news. They're like, oh, you know, we got to get rid of guns. Gun control. Mm-hmm. Or Fox is the opposite. Guns, right? Well, you have to have the do opposite. you know who's supporting these uh, tips on what you have to do if, you know, you're caught in a defensive position, uh, in a self-defense situation with guns? Mm. CNN, Fox, mm-hmm. CBS News, 60 Minutes, the very same outlets that say, yeah. get rid of guns. Of course. It's a, it be, it, it, and... It's so strange. Um, there was a story that came out years ago, years and years ago, and this was back when Alex Jones. Remember him? <laughs> My man. He's def- he's different. But anyway, I remember at some point they they tied him to working for CNN, or he was like he had CNN credentials or something. And I thought it was fascinating because like that came and went really quick, and I always wondered about that. And it goes to my point about conglomerates and. And just being mindful from a citizen standpoint that, like, everything you see is not necessarily for your benefit. And that goes for everything. But there are some basic fundamentals that are true. If you walk outside your door every day and you have friendly neighbors that are good to you and kind to you, you know who they are, your guard is going to be less high. But the moment someone walks into your neighborhood is looking real fucking suspect, I don't give a fuck if they're black, white, green, Asian, alien, illegal, not whatever. Your alarms start going off because there's a party that's like, this isn't right, and I'm going to keep an eye on this motherfucker. And the whole, it's not just you, the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. Everybody. It's, it's Actually, and you might but, be the calm one. Yeah. And they'll have you believe that you're wrong for thinking like that. When that that's a back home thing. That's a, it's just Anybody a, that moved in you to the block, he was like, hmm. Yep. And back, what, back home, what was the thing? Yo, uh, yo, you want to call me? Where you going? Mm-hmm. Going to 181. Yeah. Man, you going to 181. Yeah, you like, sure you want to go? And then we need like five more people. You're like, uh, I'm going to 177. Nah. That's not, you know, that's not our territory. That's not our hood. Exactly. You don't go to it. That's a thing. Yeah. Now, I don't know about now. I don't know. It's I'm worse. Sure, I'm pretty sure it still is. Because ops. Now they talk about ops and everybody's an op. And it's a little different now because a lot of these young cats, a lot of these young kids these don't have value for life. <laughs> they don't have value for life. Now, the one thing I could say, even with the cats I grew up with, a lot of the OGs I grew up with, them. I, some of them were some scary motherfuckers, man. But they valued life. Yeah. Like if the only time and you got respect, OGs right, respect cops, man. You got oh because they understood. Like there's a little there's a hierarchy. Well, the real OG, not the, the real OGs. OGs. They, right. they knew how to talk to them. They knew how yep. to get around them. Yep. And again, that word that that's no it. one has anymore. Respect. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what. It and nobody now it's it's to the point where is you know they beat in in Philly, they beat to death this old man with a fucking cone. In New York, this guy beat, I don't know if she died or not, but beat her and open with a wrench. We just live in, like, that wasn't a gun. I would, and from my mouth to God, please don't let this happen to me. Street when the dude ran over all those people. Yeah, I'd rather get fucking shot than get beat with a wrench. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, it, it, I'm waiting to see, because they had somebody out here run over a bunch of people with a car. They had somebody in New York run over people with a car. In the UK, they had somebody. So, are we banning cars? Long story short, dude. I think it boils down to education. I think it boils down to... I've met people, female, male, gay, straight, trans, doesn't matter. The moment I was able to chill with them as people and we were able to have a conversation, I took them to the range and we shot, they were like, oh shit, I get it. I'm like, it took you one time to go to realize it's not what they say it is. Mm -hmm. The other shit that happens, happens because no one is actually trying to educate you on the safety. Now, you know what's interesting? The rise of the alpha male... And the rise of the alpha female is interesting to me. And I think that's a podcast we could do on another time because we're running out of time. But the cool thing about the rise of the alpha male and female is now there's tons of content on men and women. And it's with the operative word women and men who are teaching self-defense courses, how to defend yourself, how to use a firearm. And there's more and more people, millions of people flocking to that because even people who have a disagreement with that could agree that you need to defend yourself. And and at and the it's end becoming of the day, more popular. 
that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Defending yourself that's because it. you don't know what's in that next person's head, mm-hmm. man. Well, you hear and the I kid in Chicago who shot up the, the crowd? The story's gone. Why? Yeah. Why is it gone? That that should be big fucking news. And it happened for a good news cycle and now it's gone. Like, that like bothers me. Days, yeah. and that bothers me. Because what was the purpose of the news cycle to do that? But you know what? He was uh, supposedly he was dressed as a female. That makes it even worse. He was dressed as a female. And he did that. So uh, maybe that's why the story died. I don't know. But all I know is this conversation. This is part of the chef's caliber. You know, hence the caliber part. Um, this is a conversation we're gonna have probably more often because one, it's always gonna be controversial. But two. I don't think it should be controversial. I think this conversation needs to happen. And people, I would love to at one point open up the the, the the conversation to more people on this podcast because I know that there's differing points of views. And while we could talk about this for three hours, we don't have three hours to talk about it. Yeah. You know? And um, again, maybe someone else's point. We're only doing our point of view. I'm only going to close it on education. Yeah. I don't know how you stand on it. I just know, no, you know. Ed- but education for everything across the board. Across the board, and yo. The problem is there's no education mm-mm. with a lot of things. There's a lot of things, a man. Lot, a lot of things are just left to opinion. Yeah. And that's the problem. Opinion, just like people, belly buns, we all have them. Everybody got them. But anyway, that's what it is. All right, yo. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. You know, check us out. We have a whole bunch of other episodes out. We're going to start opening up the comment section and try to get some feedback from y'all. Um, yo, we ain't perfect, but Be yeah, nice. fuck y'all. We love you. Be nice. I'm we busting mind. guns and bacon buns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I should make some buns right now. I don't know. Uh, all right, y'all. All right, till next time. <laughs>